Welcome to Canada Obscura. My name is Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is the podcast where we tell you and each other all these spooky, strange, interesting, dark, weird things. Did I say weird? I, I said strange. It's fine. The weird Same. things about Canada. <laughs> um, that includes murder, true crime, horror, ghost stories, hauntings, um, cryptids, UFOs, urban legends, etc., etc. You guys get the point by now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, many of you probably know that there are some trigger warnings that could apply, uh, including obviously murder, um, torture, rape, sexual assault, abuse, child abuse, drug use, mental health talk, etc. Check the episode description because. Um, we're like barely awake <laughs> being 10 30 so we will most definitely miss something probably yeah um and the episode I, I make description sure. is going to include yeah it's yeah. going to include all of the trigger warnings i make sure to put um, it in yeah yeah and then last time we forgot to mention that we swear but i think people realize that by now so it's fine it's fine Ooh. everything's fine uh, yeah it's all good <laughs> it's fine it's fine it's fine uh what's okay. up what's up shelly uh, oh i guess the one little cute thing i have to share is um my friends dylan and aslan got it got cats oh and well they got i think they like they're fostering ish for a friend like they're cat sitting for a friend and then that friend also had a second cat but they're like we don't have the resources to take care of the second cat so now they get to keep the second cat and dylan calls them demons and i'm like same love that and now here's the thing i'm a dog person. Mm-hmm. I've always been a dog person. That has never been a secret to anyone. Mm-hmm. And like cats are okay. Mm-hmm. Like they're okay. But like I think I'm actually like Catwoman. Oh my god. Because the one cat, well the one cat's pretty shy and she gets distracted really easily. Me. Like she'll like pay a lot of attention to you and like will love you and then she hears something and she goes walks away. Yeah. That'll change <laughs> when the- she gets older, but yeah, right now we're she's, things she's new and exciting. Yeah, she's like nine months old. Oh, she's a ragdoll kitty. Aww. Her name is. Wait, I'm I'm judging so hard by this name, and I'm like, you couldn't have thought of a better name. Her name is Popcorn. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> it's. I'm like, she's a beautiful cat, and you named her Popcorn. Popcorn? That's adorable. <sighs> Dylan. Actually, I don't know if he picked the name. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and then the other cat's name is Whiskey. That's the cat that they're cat sitting okay and she's um a tired old lady cat she's like nine okay which isn't that old for cats i think no Um, they could they could last double that so yeah but apparently like this cat doesn't really like women oh um like gets really shy around female people yeah um but like i came and visit and she warmed right up to me oh she was like, you're my person. She she was rubbing her scent glands all over me. That's Aww. the one on the side of their face, not their butt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, she was, like, getting all, like, like, she was tumbling around in the bed while I was petting her. And oh. I think I'm really good at petting animals mm-hmm. because I have nails. Yeah. So I really, like, get that good scratch. Yes. Because, yeah. like, my... Any dog that I pet will just, like, smush up against me. Mm-hmm. And then this cat was smushing up against me. Oh. And then Dylan was like, what the fuck? That's Why does so she like cute. you more than me? <laughs> and I'm like, because, obviously, I'm better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
That's adorable. Yeah, so, so that's my little that's lighthearted update. Um, yeah, they're cute. Well, because, I also have to take an allergy pill every time I visit because oh I am my God. very allergic to yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> that was actually a story that I was going to tell. Just a very brief aside, oh, no. by the way, we're... Um, we are having our weird record. I feel like we say this every week, but this time we're recording in two separate locations because yeah. neither of us are capable of like we can't we can't meet up today. It's just or any time this week and it's just not happening. But yeah. um, so if it's weird or laggy or there's a lot of pauses, it's because we're syncing up on both sides and have different sets of technology. So anyway, um, while I was on vacation, um, there was like this stray cat that would show up. Oh yeah. Oh right. It would show up, like, um, in the evenings, like, oh, you know, because they're, they're nocturnal and there's sun and all that yeah. crap. And it would always sit in the same spot. But, like, the moment that, like, I, the first day that I, like, walked by, he came okay, right sorry, up. hold on. I just yeah. need to interrupt for a second yeah. and just put a disclaimer that I am recording at home and people are now awake. Oh, yeah, so yeah, So there's yeah. going to be noises because my house carries noise yeah. a lot. Yeah. And my parents are loud. Yeah. So, sorry, continue. That's okay. That's okay. Um... Yeah, no, so he immediately, like, first of all, very vocal kitty, meowing at us, oh. and, like, came right up to me and rubbed Did all over my legs. I, I always do. Are you kidding me? I'm <laughs> awful. But, like, I couldn't, I couldn't pet him um, because, one, I'm very allergic, and so, like, yeah. it's bad enough that my legs immediately were, like, hiving out because, um, like, my Ooh. medications were all in my room. But on top of yeah. that, too, it's a stray. I don't want to catch rabies or any other. Yeah. yeah. So I just didn't. I, I let him rub up against my legs, even though I really shouldn't. But he immediately sought me out. And this one random, like, elderly woman just came up to me. And she was just like, oh, see, he knows you're a good person. So I started to talk to this Aww. woman. Her name was Gail. She was from North Bay. So she's from Canada. And she was, like, oh. a huge cat woman. Huge cat woman. <laughs> and, like, um... And she was, she like takes care of strays at her place as well too. Like she takes all of them to the vet, gives them their shots, feeds them every day. That's good. At least she's not like, cause sorry, a couple of weeks ago, they, Mm. um, 300 cats were found in a Toronto apartment. What? In a hoarder situation. Oh no. Couldn't guess. Yeah. 300 cats. I can't believe I missed that. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, she was happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. But she was like, you could tell that he likes you and you could tell that he knows you're a good person. And then like, as we were talking and being like, where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Um, a, like a random guy walked by and the cat jumped back and hissed. And she was oh, like, no. see, he knows you're a good person. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. So like, <laughs> so, the, so the dude was a bad person. Yeah. Is that yeah. Why? That, well, uh, that's, that's the assumption. Cause like he didn't do anything to the cat. He literally just walked by and the cat yeah, was just like, or, or again, it's like a gender thing, right? Well, like he was animals... totally okay with Joey. He let Joey pet him and stuff like that. Oh. So yeah. So we were just like, oh, he knows, he knows, um, it also just makes me feel better that uh, it, the cats think I'm a good person. So we're going with that explanation. Um, the cats are excellent judges of character. Yes, I would like to think so. Um, but, uh, th- okay, so there was three stories that I wanted to share. Oh, one, um, this is just, I know it's such, a, it's such a dumb thing to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So one thing I was worried about going to the resort and on vacation was because I have to eat low carb i think we've talked about it a number of times but just as a very brief overview um i within the last year found out that i'm insulin resistant so i have to eat a lower amount of carbohydrates because my body doesn't know what to do with it so um because i'm producing insulin that my body is not 
fully capable of breaking down and I've modified my diet so that way you don't have to take meds and it's working and I lost I lost 25 pounds and like I'm feeling better I'm eating better Aww. anyway um so um like I was worried that I would go to this resort and there would not be enough food for me to eat um oh, which yeah. is um you know I was worried it was just I mean, gonna be I don't do resorts but I imagine there's a lot of pasta the like oh yeah always always pasta rice like uh bread um but Mm. i was i know right i was very worried but um i had zero problem and i was incredibly happy because i was able to have like three full meals a day and have it be like rich in veggies and cauliflower and like whatever and in protein and um i was i was able to stick to it and like that made me so happy and i was like it's such a small thing but i was like very worried that because like yeah it's not was it like an all you can eat kind of situation or like a yeah, sit yeah. Down? um they okay. had they had two versions they had like they had the main buffet and they also had like little quote-unquote restaurants that were like styled like an a la carte but okay i mean it's all fucking free it's an all it's a resort so but yeah, like yeah. you just you go and you sit down and they you choose from a menu whatever but um regardless of where i was i still had options which made me so happy um That's because good. like it's not just i'm not just doing like I, i'm not doing keto i will say that i'm not doing keto because keto is like 25 grams or less of carbs a day um which is extreme in my case i'm doing 100 grams of carbs or less i usually tend to stick to around 50 um because the normal human, the average human, eats 250 to 350 grams of carbs a day. Um, and that's what's hmm. like, that's what but your body then uses. And you double that if you're from a country that has a lot of carbs as your staple? I guess so, right? <laughs> Which is like, well, because I'm... Hello. I mean, yeah, we're both like, we're different types of Asian. But like, you're, you're, you're East Asian, I'm West Asian, I guess you'd say. And like, we yeah. both are very carb heavy. So that was a huge transition. But um, so I'm not doing, I, I'm not doing this to lose weight. I will put that out there. I'm not doing it because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to lose the weight. I'm going to do my summer body. Oh my God. Like, no, I'm doing it because like, I need to. And I now notice a difference when I eat a very heavy carb day because I will be in physical pain for a week afterwards. Like my stomach will hurt. So I was worried that that's what it was going to be, but it wasn't. But I met somebody there who was also on a keto diet. Um, huh. I, well, he, he was on actual keto. But let me tell you, he was complaining extensively that there was not enough food for him to eat and he's walking around like the the day that i met him and his wife he was walking around with a giant plate just stacked with bacon and he was like oh this is the only thing that i could eat because there's no options for keto and joey and i like looked at each other and i looked at him i was like i'm eating the same thing that you are i've been able to eat indulgently three times a day like I'm finding so much food. Like you just—he's a man. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, like that they're not cooking things right," and like it was just complaints, 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 complaints. Oh, is between, he white? they're from uh, Pittsburgh too. So him and his wife yeah. were just like arguing with like the staff there and arguing with the representatives what? and being like, "There's not enough food," and the food here is terrible. And I was like, "I'm literally—I have not I, like it's been so long since I've eaten this much food." Because, like, at home, I'm lazy. I, I like, make yeah. super easy protein. And, and also, like, okay, like, so here's the thing. Having dietary restrictions will always 
suck. Like, I know mm-hmm. some people have been doing it for so long, they're like, eh, it's just how I eat now, which is like, you know, that's great. Mm-hmm. But whether you're, you know, on a health-related diet like you are, mm-hmm. or like if you're vegan or vegetarian, mm-hmm. you, like, sometimes, obviously, for, like, health reasons, you don't choose necessarily to go on that diet. No. You have to because you would, like, get sick or, you know, bad things happen to your mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... If you're choosing a certain diet, like I'm assuming this guy is on the keto diet because it's trendy. <laughs> like, let's yeah, be yeah. Um, from an objective standpoint, the two of them were very, very overweight, and so he had done it. Uh, he had already. So maybe lost, they were recommended to eat. Well, because he was like, he told me he had already lost sixty-five pounds, and this guy was like, okay. he was a big guy, and I was just like, I mean, that's amazing. That is so good. Like, because okay, so you have to take care health. of yourself. Yeah, but it was also like. A giant plate of bacon is not yeah. healthy for you. Because I think I don't entirely, like, I don't look into these diets because it doesn't apply to me. And I have no. absolutely zero interest in doing a diet. But no. like, my understanding is um, you eat a lot of fat and low carbs because your body tends to burn the fat first before yes. the carbs. So by loading yourself up with fat, you in turn are burning your own fat plus i guess the fat that you take in versus Mm -hmm. however um, there's a limit to that yeah there's a limit to that because your caloric intake also is important because if you're eating four thousand calories worth of fat your body's gonna digest what it needs and the rest of it is gonna go to storage so regardless it's dumb which is still staying as fat yeah um but my point is like if you're choosing a particular diet not because it's the one prescribed to you by a physician Mm -hmm. Um, then you kind of have to go into it understanding that there are going to be limitations. Yes. Like, I know, like, I've seen a lot of, like, vegan slash vegetarian memes of, mm-hmm. like, going to restaurants and being like, what vegan slash vegetarian choices do you have? And it's like, water. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, what's nice is that we are having a lot more, like, vegan-friendly, vegetarian-friendly places. Oh, yeah. Um, and same with gluten. Like, I mean, for us, right? Yeah. yeah. And gluten-free options at least in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But, like, you also kind of have, like, you went into this with the concern that maybe, you know, I might not have enough options. Mm-hmm. It's a resort. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to make you indulge. And what's more indulgent than carbs? Carbs. Sugars. All, yeah, yeah. I know. So, like, so um, like, this, I don't know. I just hate people, like, it's like, curb your expectations, buddy. Yeah, the world yeah. does not revolve around you. And it's like, th- the thing is, though, like, he was complaining, like, oh, the eggs are undercooked, or oh, this, whatever, that, uh, whatever. And it's like, I had zero I issue. Eggs. <laughs> Runny eggs are but, the best. I know, right? But it was like, I looked at him, I was like, then ask them to cook it for you longer. Because they had stations, like resorts. Oh, a lot of them, what okay. they do is they have, like, the, the general help yourself buffet, and then they'll have, like, yeah, two. Yeah, like an omelet station. Yeah, yeah, where they where they, they have somebody there making it for you. And, like, yeah. it's it's like, you just ask for it, well done. Yeah. Like, they literally ask you, they look at you, they're like, how do you like it? You're like, I like it well done. Like, it was I the same thing. I don't trust anyone who likes anything well done, but, I mean, you do you, white Oh, my people. God. Oh, my God. Like, it's, <laughs> well, because it's eggs, you know? It's eggs. Like, if, like, it's so easy to just be like, cook it longer. And, like, yeah, and he exactly. was complaining about the meat as well, too. And, like, when you do the quote-unquote a la carte, they literally come up to you, they're like, how do you like your steak? And you're like, I like yeah. it medium rare. I like it rare. I like it medium. I like it, I, I, I always say well done because I always just get wary of, like, 
Um, yeah, and like a and whenever you're traveling, like your immune system's already kind of messed up because you're in a new environment yeah, yeah, with yeah. new microbes. Yeah. So like, I kind of get that. I like because I just I, d- I like anytime I go. Yeah, it's like I don't trust that like my body's going to be able to handle if there's bacteria in this. So I just kind of like yeah, I always stick to well done. And it's not to say that oh you don't think that their meat is clean. No, 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 no. Microbes are on pretty much. On everything, on everything. Like, not certain bodily fluids (laughs) under normal circumstances. I'm, look, I work in a microbiology lab. I know. I I just got to be accurate. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like, you're always going to be exposed to microbes, but the Mm -hmm. reason that you're not getting sick all the time is because you have a normal functioning immune system that has built up immunity for whatever you've been exposed to. But if you're in a new area, that's why I got so sick so often as a kid when I traveled. Yeah. Because as a kid, like, your immune system's so already kind of shit, right? yeah. Yeah, and then I'm in these new environments with, like, strains of microbes that my body has never encountered, so I get sick. Yeah. I've... So, like, let's not risk it when you're on vacation and no. trying to have a good time. No, no, no. <laughs> and, like, I, I, like, all kudos to them. Like, they, they, like, every single meal that I got well done was still juicy and delicious. Um, mm. I know, right? I'm so hungry right now. But, like, it, it was just kind of, like, just fucking ask, dude. Just fucking ask. Yeah. And, like, and I told him a number of times, because we kept running into them. I mean, the resort's only so big, right? Um, yeah. And it's just, like, and I'd be, like, How are, how's the food now? Oh, well, this is shit. And, that, and I would be, like, I have, I literally told him, I have been eating, like, a fat ass. Like, I have been eating so much. <laughs> My like, dog's talking downstairs, and it got caught on the microphone. Oh, did it? <gasps> oh, that makes me happy. You're just going to hear a very quiet, oh, That's from my so dog. cute. That's so cute. Um, but, oh, yeah, no. no, it's just, like, I have been indulging so much, and I'm pretty sure I've gained weight. And I was like, dude, like, there's food options. There's And I've, yeah. I've eaten vegetables for every single meal. So, like, there's, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've eaten greens. <laughs> Which are like Clearly the he doesn't like vegetables. If yeah, well, he's that's the thing because bacon. that's very keto friendly to stick to cauliflower, to stick to broccoli, to stick to fucking lettuce, and that's literally what I did for three meals a day, every yeah. single day. So like, and there was options too where there was like different um, sauces, different if you wanted to put like dressing or whatever. There was always uh-huh. options or co- yeah. uh, cooked. And anyway, I'm I'm gonna stop with that. But I I just wanted to say I was very happy with that. Um, the other two things that I was gonna mention. Um, as I literally told Shell, I have three things that I wanted to mention. What was... Oh, I have... You already bi- said the kitty cat thing. I did. Uh, that wasn't... Yes. That wasn't it, though. It was just... Like, okay. Yeah, it was just bouncing off of yours. The second one I was you that... I forgot what you were... <laughs> no. Um, uh, the Good Place. I have been watching The Good Place because Joey was like, just watch it on the plane there. Like, we'll watch it together. And then we ended up watching it, like, every night as, like, our go-to-sleep show. And Aww. we... So we, we have finished season one and season two. It is a great show holy shit um it's i don't want to ruin a single thing but it's very philosophical based but it's comedy um it's not like Mm. holier than thou i'm snooty and smart comedy at all it's funny it's relatable it's um the writers take time to put in stupid jokes like entire arguments that are like so incredibly pointless which makes the show better because it, it's so funny it's just it's such a good show such a good show with like a great cast um great I heard good things about it but yeah. like i don't really do comedy no but it ended up being like it's comedy with obviously a little bit of drama it's there's going to be some drama yeah. it's like the the premise of the show is there's these four people who have died 
and they are taken to the quote unquote the good place, which is like the oh, yeah yeah. So they're I didn't realize that's they're in the hmm. afterlife, um, and it's like they're they're in the good place, which is like the equivalence of heaven because that's whatever. But there's yeah. like it's like there's many plot twists. Like the first episode within the first like five minutes is a huge plot twist, um, and there's like it's it gets deep and it's so oh god. So I I'm gonna I just finished downloading season three. I'm gonna binge that. But if you watch it, um, fucking send me some shit. Like tell me tell me who your favorite <laughs> characters are. What your like. I will say the plot twist at the end of season one, which season one, season one, season one, <laughs> it was a big fucking plot twas, twist. Twas the night twas before, before yeah, the right? season two. But the end of season one, huge fucking plot twist. Um, I literally called it within the first episode, but I called it as a <laughs> joke. I was kind of like, oh, oh ho, no. can you imagine? And then when it happened, I was like, bitch, what? I was what? I, I didn't actually mean that what and it, it's been like balls to the wall fuckery since and it's it's good it's good i guess it um i don't have a favorite character because i love all of them in every in each and every way however i love like i think eleanor who's the main character just like i just adore her i adore her i adore, adore tahani who's jamila jamil um i adore all Aww. of them i adore chidi i like jason is hilarious i i love um Janet. Janet was a really, really, really funny addition. And, like, Michael and all of them. I love all of them. I love all of them. I can't choose. Okay. And <laughs> the third thing I was going to mention was, this is already too late, but um, this weekend, as we're recording, which is a Mother's Day weekend, uh, May 11th and May 12th, the Toronto Comic Arts Festival is happening in Toronto. I think I'm missing it Aww. again. I know. I'm missing it again. I love going to it, though. But um, if any of you are going to TCAF, or have been to TCAF, let us know because um, let us know what you think of it. In recent let years, us live vicariously, right? The recent years, it's become an absolute fucking zoo. Um, I <laughs> what I what's well, the same with all these conventions? Yeah. like they're getting bigger and bigger, and the people who are running it don't have the resources or no. the know-how because to TCAF, handle that growth. Yeah, and TCAF is an open, free festival that takes place at, at the Toronto Public Library, which is a finite oh. space. It's a finite space. Yeah. It's only so yeah. big. And in the first years, like, or, or, I don't know, the first years that I was going, I won't say the first years that it was happening, um, but the first years that I was going, which at this point was like eight, nine years ago, if not more, um, it was small there's only a few tables on the main floor maybe one or two on the second floor i remember when fan expo so used to be small okay? yeah that's how <laughs> yeah but now tcaf spans like three or four levels it is like if you go at like nine in the morning it's like okay totally manageable not every uh comic artist is set up at that time unfortunately so if you're going for a specific person oftentimes it's not happening at that hour but that's usually good by now, 11 a.m., it's just, like, packed. And by, like, mid-afternoon, it's literally, like, you cannot even enter. So um, let me know what you think of it. I've met a few comic artists that I absolutely adore. Um, for those of you who know Johnny Sun, um, he did the, uh, what's it called? Fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, the Alien book. The Alien book, A-L-I-E-B-N. Um, he is very <laughs> popular on Twitter. I in your bookshelf. Yeah. Um, he's very popular on Twitter. He actually now writes for BoJack Horseman, which makes a lot of sense because BoJack is a very deep show, very emotional show, and I love I love BoJack. But I met him a couple years ago. He was a complete sweetheart. Um, I miss 
read his because he said he was going to be there at 11 or 12 whatever it was I was there by nine um, because I knew I was like it's going to be packed and I had other things planned for the day so I, I just tweeted at him being like or tweeted and tagged him in it being like I'm at TCAF really really early can't wait to meet Johnny later or whatever he dm'd me and was like I am so sorry I'm not there yet I will be there in like half an hour Aww. 45 minutes I was like don't Aww. apologize but he was like when I get there I'll meet with you so he literally he got there he dm me being like hey i met wherever this place is come and meet me and i went and i got to have like a few minutes to just talk to him on a personal level and like i bought pins from him and he like threw a bunch of stickers on me he's like here take 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 and he oh, was just a so complete cute. right and that's he was so a sweetheart because nice. i was like i relate so much to your tweets and like the way you talk about <laughs> mental health and like all and he was like such a sweetheart and it was just such a good happy nice experience and that's what i wanted to share so if you've been to tcaf and you've had experiences like that or if people sucked i don't know fucking (laughs) you know i've met other comic artists because i used to read questionable content which is like like an online comic that's been running for like at least 10 years or something that guy was super cool i thought you meant like actual questionable content no no no, the comic is called questionable yeah i i haven't read it in years i don't know what it's at right now but like Jean-Jacques, I think is his name. He was cool. He was so cool. So uh, we also met um, the guy who wrote Scott Pilgrim. And we also met... Oh, what's his name? Fuck it. We also Sorry, met the Mary, guy... I don't mean to interrupt. We're yeah. almost half an hour. I oh, let's go. go. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So um, I'll go through my story quickly. Um, so I'm doing the spook. My story is about the haunted house in Drumheller. Um Drumheller being where? Where's Drumheller? <laughs> Calgary. Drum Drumheller oh. Calgary. So, um, there's a house. the The Drumheller ha- uh, the house in Drumheller is on Third Avenue East. For those of you who live in Calgary, and it was owned by Dr. Robert James Johnson Sr. He was a dentist who uh, was I don't know living during some time, but died eighty two. This is post 83 years ago. Um, okay. So he was found next to his shotgun, which police determined uh, discharged when Johnson was packing it for a hunting trip. So it wasn't oh, suicide, shit. but an accidental, accidental oh, no. suicide. Um, so the house itself is 107 years old. Um, oh, he died in 1936 and he was 45 years old at the time. Um, oh. So they, he's apparently haunting the Drumheller house. And um, probably like this fucking mistake cost me my life. Right. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> uh, that's it was such a yeah it was an accident. Um, yeah. But they be effect- careful if you own guns, people. Yes, they affectionately refer to him as Doctor Bob. They're like, hey, Doctor Bob. Aww. Yeah, and so um, there's like there's the usual things of the house. Like you feel like someone's standing behind you. You hear bumps in the night. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. Um, uh. Oh, that's my hand. My apologies. Um, And so there is a group of paranormal investigators who uh, did a haunted tour of the house. Um, They they collected what they feel like uh, is evidence. Um, So and they also say that uh, the doctor. I like how you you make it seem so very subjective. Like they collected what seemed like evidence <laughs> i mean that, that's that's what they called it they say they feel it's evidence but um they also say that uh, evidence is evidence it's not subjective yeah and but when it comes just, to ghost stuff i know but like you gotta <clears> sound <throat> a little more sure yeah yeah you gotta well, be like no it is evidence stick right? to it 
I think the way that the the article was worded was kind of like they feel is evidence, so it's not we're not saying that it's evidence. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Um, yeah. So the apparently Dr. Bob had a daughter named Marjorie who died at the age of fourteen, just a few years after he died. Um, so oh. um, people say that children see um, her. They say I guess saw her praying, hands clasped, looking out the window. Um, the paranormal team apparently uh, fe- felt a strong presence in the basement. It's a part home where a part of the home where nobody goes. Um, there's I don't know. There's a twenty minute. Um, it's called off script. I think it's a uh, interview or whatever. Um, and they talk about the evidence that they got. I don't. I didn't listen to it obviously. But um, <laughs> so. Uh, this guy moved in. This guy by the name of, what's his name? Bolin? Justin Bolin. So he owns a house now. Um, so he called in the paranormal investigators because he was experiencing the strange things and also people said they spotted things. Um, so they, <clears throat> what he's saying is that like, um, he would be in bed, home alone, and hear someone coming up the stairs. Sometimes the doors would open, would close on their own. So the, the ghost hunters... <laughs> also like i don't i don't know how much of it is picking up on the microphone but because like we have a little makeshift gate so that my dog doesn't get upstairs and my parents have been like walking upstairs and like closing doors and then moving that gate so you might hear some very atmospheric relevant sounds. oh my god (laughs) doors opening and closing there's footsteps and people talking um so the paranormal investigators went in and they did like the whole fucking whatever um so what they said they found was their strongest evidence was a so-called electronic voice phenomenon that said check out downstairs so on the audio recording and the listen back they heard check out downstairs check Um, out doesn't sound like the kind of wording someone from the 30s would use no so i will try to find the actual audio clip um if i can find it and i'll put it on the internet of course i'll put it on instagram and link to it on twitter um so but apparently they brought in like five audio recorders and 10 cameras and they're going to be they they live streamed it so of course nothing happened um but (laughs) that that should be the most like that's the worst idea because you got to go in realizing that there could be absolutely nothing happening right because none of it is like a couple Unless years ago, scripted, I guess. a couple years ago, um, somebody did a live stream where they brought priests into a house they claimed was haunted in order to do an exorcism. Me and Mike watched it. It was the funniest thing oh. I'd ever seen. Oh, they no. were like shitting their pants, being like, I feel a presence. And like, they're like, oh, did you hear that? Did you see that? And you're literally like, it's literally just live surveillance of an empty home. And there's like nothing happening. <laughs> like, And they're like, once they left, they're like, Love we it. feel it was very successful. And you're looking at it. We were looking at each other. We're like, nothing happened. Okay, but yeah, so they they said that they heard this. Um, that's really all that they said happened, or that I was able to find that they heard. Check out downstairs on the audio. If I can find it, I will put it in. But that's the very boring telling of the Drumheller House uh, <laughs> haunting. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, on to you, okay. Shell. Um, so we've talked about the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist. Oh my now, God! Have you heard of the? probably not as great canadian lobster heists plural oh hi- because plural. apparently this is a thing that happens it's obviously mostly in the east coast where we assume. do have like like in newfoundland i guess a large lobster market mm-hmm. 
Is that is that the right terminology? Lobster market? I guess. So I started out by looking up outrageous or hilarious Canadian crimes, I think was my search term. Oh, I've done that before. That's how I found <laughs> the uh, the gold, the mint uh, the butt smuggler. And, well, I came across this, like, BuzzFeed, um, like, article. I have I have another one saved, which is <clears throat> pretty Canadian and pretty fantastic. Um, but, I like, there's this... Basically, the headline was... Hold on. Let me s- scroll back again. No notes. Um, RCMP investigates theft of two tons of live lobster. Holy shit. So, here's the funny thing, is that as far as I can tell, this case is still unsolved. Oh my god, no. Yeah, this happened... Uh, the article was written January of 2016. Okay. Um... And Barrington RCMP are trying to figure out who allegedly stole two metric tons of lobster from a business on Cape Sable Island. I'm getting most of this from, like, Global News, CBC. Okay. The typical. Yeah. yeah. Um, So, like, they were live lobsters. They were live lobsters in crates. Um, And they were taken from a tide pool, which I, like... What I'm picturing is kind of like an enclosure by a dock or something. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were taken from a tide pool at an outdoor pound sometime between... Sometime in the night, basically. Okay. Because, um, yeah, this was in January. Um, and there were about 48 crates that were taken. And each of those crates held about 100 pounds of lobster each holy shit yeah i mean okay like maybe we should put a trigger warning for animal oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like i don't i mean i don't know what the size of these crates are but i can imagine that they're not big enough to actually i mean i know these lobsters are gonna be boiled alive anyway Mm -hmm. but still like it's it's usually incredibly i can see it being upsetting Yeah. yeah um now, here's the thing. This isn't the first time a oh huge amount of lobsters have been stolen. Oh, my God. In that article, it says last month about 1,400 pounds of lobster were taken from Morris Island. What? I couldn't find any more information on that. Um, oh, yeah, and the lobsters in the 48 crates were valued at around $30,000. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, well, lobster's expensive, yeah, right? Like, yeah, that, that makes sense. And then um, I found another article because I was looking up, like, you know, Cape Sable lobster heist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, in fact, this is how this article started. There has been another crustacean caper on the East Coast. Oh, my God. Crustacean caper. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, oh my so this, god, that's amazing. This happened in New Brunswick's Acadian Peninsula. Um, at I'm trying to find. Where's oh this was August of 2018. Oh, probably right around my so birthday. This was, yeah, this is August 14th, so three oh, days after your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> you could have had lobster. Um, right. It happened Bootleg sometime lobster. around midnight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the, it's, it's right up there with bootleg, bootleg maple syrup. Yeah, right. Um, 
so it happened around sometime between 12.45 and 1.30 a.m. Um, and now this wasn't actually live lobster. This was from a processing plant in St. Simon. Okay. Um, oh, I don't know if you, my, my stomach. That was your whined. stomach? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Okay. We got, I gotta go. Okay. I'll finish this because there's yeah. not much left. Um, so, you know, like fishing in Canada, l- lobster is one of the biggest industries. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, you can hear my mom. Yeah. I don't know why she feels the need to yell Same. down the stairs when she could just walk down the stairs, but it's, Same. it's fine. Everything's fine. They don't know I'm recording, though. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, they were asleep when we started. Your parents? Um, yeah. yeah. So the lobster business is among the most lucrative fishing businesses in Canada um, and apparently produces more than $1 billion in in profit, I guess. I mean, um, I'm not surprised, but still, holy yeah. shit. Like, Yeah. Um, so in this particular heist, uh, the thieves made off with lobster meat packed already in boxes. Okay. Um, so this was the description. I mean, come on, man. A 1999 GMC Safari van with the New Brunswick license plate. I'll just say, because this was released, GMR044, if you see that license plate, I guess you found the people responsible for oh stealing um, a, a large quantity amount? of lobster meat. Wow. Yeah, it didn't specify how much. It just says a large amount. Same. Um, that could be anywhere from like yeah. 10 lobsters to literally hundreds oh, wait. of pounds. This is even better. That van was stolen oh my from a plumbing god. business. Oh my god. Oh, that's why they released the <laughs> license plate. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the plumbing tools and pipes belonging to the company that the van was stolen from was just left in some gravel pit. Okay. Um, yeah, so again, still looks like it's unsolved. Uh, and then this, (laughs) this article goes on to describe a couple more lobster heists. In early 2017, two lobster boats were hit a week apart. Oh my um, God. Mountain, Newton, Nova Scotia. Same. Um, around February of 2017. Um, and then another 135 kilos were taken at the same time a couple days later. Okay. Totaling to 270 kilos Jesus. of lobster worth about $6,000. Oh my God. In July 2016, someone stole a trailer loaded with frozen lobster from a processing plant in Grand Anse? 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 I don't know. New Brunswick. And then in January um, 2016, which was the story that I first found in Cape Sable Island when they stole 48 crates of lobster. Holy Live lobster. shit, dude. Premium. Wait. Pricey premium grade lobster. Oh, my God. What? Like, what? Like... It's like theoretically, I know that this is a possibility, but also, what the actual fuck? Like, it's just funny that it yeah. keeps happening. Yeah, I mean, because like, I'm just I I've never been to the East Coast, but just kind of picturing like I don't imagine very big cities. Mm-hmm. A lot of these, even the big cities, compared to like Toronto, for example, would to us feel almost like a small town. Yeah. Um, which isn't shade or anything. It's just, you know. No, it's just. It's just a smaller population. Yeah. So, like, I don't, like, I don't imagine, you know, these 
very high security processing plants. I I also am imagining that they likely have an idea of who it was. Yeah. If not I, the police, the the actual like uh, fishers themselves. Yeah. Fisher well, it's folk. like or or the, maybe they had their own justice. Oh my god! <laughs> Stole it they right back. They just bypass bypass the police. No, it's like um, lobster vigilantism. God, they just have like these like shells of lobster claws like hanging around their necks, and they're just oh so good that's oh. that's our that's our uh, next comic book idea oh my god but Lobster we're not gonna Man. we're not gonna use that as a blueprint though like last episode no. no well i mean i don't know i feel like clonking people around with lobster claws sounds like a pretty cool that idea. that actually sounds really funny yeah yeah versus uh the <laughs> terrible mutilation and murder of oh, someone wait, no, yeah. no, no we already we already have a great name for we already have a name for the villain the crustacean caper right the crustacean caper <laughs> Uh, so that's um, the multiple lobster heists. And what would? Oh what, wait, what? there was there was one more in late 2015. Oh 14 crates of lobster stolen from oh Morris Island. So, okay, okay. So you've got the Lobster League fighting the crustacean caper. Yes, yes. Oh, so good. That'll be the title: <laughs> Lobster League versus the Crustacean Caper. Uh, oh my god. I, I, if if I was good at drawing like cartoony things, I would yeah. draw that. But no one wants me I'm to draw not. anything. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I mean, now you have to do it. It won't be good. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it'll be fantastic. It's going to be a nightmare. Okay. Uh, anyway. <sighs> anyway Some, okay. You yeah. have fun with your parents. Um, I'm uh, going to... We'll see. I don't want to deal with any emails today. I think I'm just going to nap some more. But... Um, uh, okay, so we're on the internet, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram at Canada Obscure, all one word. Check us out all at those locations. Please interact with us because we love it when you do. I love you all. We we love talking to you. Um, we also have an in, an email, Canada Obscure Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with quite literally whatever. Um, just talk to us. It's a lot of fun. I promise. I pro I promise. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I we post every Monday. We're everywhere. Spotify. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher is where the bulk of our uh, users come from. We're everywhere but iTunes. But iTunes. Apple? Um, Apple. Yeah, well, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, They don't don't deserve to have their name pronounced correct. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, We're also uh, CastBox, fucking uh, you know what? We're just, 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 just Check check it out. Yes. Um, It's got stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, fuck yeah, we did it. Yay. I'm gonna okay. I have to go shower and get ready and okay. stuff. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye.